Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is a big family celebration. It's the Sunday of all saints. Throughout the year, we celebrate birthdays here in the church. We celebrate the saints' birthdays. Now, it's not their birth in the flesh. It's their birth into eternal life. And so throughout the year, we celebrate these days upon which these holy people of God entered into eternal life. But today is the day when we celebrate all of them together. Today is the day when all of you have a feast day to celebrate. And the saints are so very alive. So very alive. Just take a moment and look around at your brothers and sisters in Christ. Not the ones in the chairs, but the ones on the walls. Take a moment and look at them. Each of you may have stories of experiences with some of these saints or with other saints. You have St. John Maximovich, which is his icon right there facing you. How many in our parish have received miracles of healing, of deliverance, of childlessness ended through the prayers of St. John or St. Nicholas? who is the most, perhaps one of the most beloved saints in all of the church, who has saved innumerable people in the sea, travelers, people in times of peril. There's St. Xenia on the wall over there, whom many of you have prayed to and received her intercession in looking for work or other things. There's St. Luke, who we saw in the narthex today. He's a recent saint. And St. Luke was a surgeon in Russia, in communist Russia. And he likewise has been a very active saint, one that people turn to, especially when they have medical conditions, asking for his intercession because he was a very skilled surgeon. These saints love us so very much. God has expanded their hearts so that their hearts can contain the love of us, whom we might say, but how do they know me? I'm just a person who lived maybe many centuries after them. But God has expanded their heart, expanded their love, so that the love that you have for those people that you call loved ones, your family, your dear friends, that's the same kind of love that they have for you. Because they can contain that many people within the bounds of their love. Why? Because it's the love of God that dwells in them so greatly. And who would say that the love of God has any limitations about how many people or who, of which time, of which nation? God receives us all. And so likewise, the saints in their great love, the love of God that dwells in them, they love you. Even if you don't know them, they love you. And even if you don't know them, they'll act in your life. The saints are so very alive. And the beautiful thing about this is that no one was without a family then. Some of us may come from more difficult lives, more difficult backgrounds, where there aren't a lot of family members that we would feel close to. But we have a family. So no matter what of our physical, earthly family, we have this heavenly family that is here and waiting to get close to us if we allow them to. The saints, ultimately, they bear witness to us. 
two things that I'll talk about. They bear witness to many things. In fact, the name martyr means one who bears witness. But they bear witness to us first and foremost of the reality of the resurrection. It's fitting that as we finish this cycle of the preparation up until Pascha, our Lord's resurrection, and all this time after Pascha, that we celebrate our Lord's resurrection. But now as we come to the end of that whole cycle, we celebrate the resurrection in a different way. <clears throat> that way is through the resurrection of the saints. And the proof of their resurrection is given by the proof of all the miracles that occur in their lives. Of their incorrupt relics, saints like St. John Maximovich, whose relics are incorrupt. Because the holiness that dwelt in him didn't just disappear when his soul left his body, but that holiness was still there. The smells of fragrant myrrh, St. Demetrius in Thessaloniki, who has myrrh gushing. He's called, we say myrrh streaming, but it's actually in the Greek myrrh gushing. He has filled the floor with the myrrh from his body in the church in Thessaloniki. Father Christos, who's the priest at Holy Trinity, he was telling me about when he was a kid, they would be, at the monastery, they would be permitted to go into the ossuary, which is in traditional countries, they bury the dead, and after a few years, when normally the body has decomposed, they take up the bones out of the grave and place them in an ossuary so that that grave site can then be used to bury another person. And in the ossuary, he remembers going in there and smelling fragrant myrrh and looking all around to find which of the bones was these. And one, another time when he was a priest, he went to a, an ossuary with his family doing trisagians for the dead, and they could smell something. There was no incense at all, but they could smell this fragrant myrrh, and they looked all around, all around, and found the bones of a little girl, a young girl. It showed the age of, or how, how many years she had lived. An unknown saint, if you will. So these things are before us. Unfortunately, here in America, of course, death is very hidden from us. So you can't quite experience that. But through the saints, you can experience these miracles. We have a relic here in our very church that exudes myrrh. But God, in his wisdom and his love, is showing us, look, the resurrection is real. Holiness is real. Miracles are real. The saints witness to us the resurrection because they are alive. That's what we heard in the epistle today from St. Paul. So great a cloud of witnesses. We think, wow, they're way up there. No, they're right here with us, cheering us on, encouraging us, giving us strength. The other thing that saints witness to us is God's immense love. Because God in his wisdom is the one who has ordained that we all have a big, happy family together. None of us are an atom, an individual, alone in the world. None of us are. Even the way that God made male and female so that every human being must have two human beings that they came from. So in our physical families, but also much, much more in our spiritual families. Because God said, it's not enough that they have their physical families. Let's give them this huge family that expands, expands beyond time and space 
and physical things, the material world. So the saints are a witness to God's love because we know any love that we feel or experience or connection we feel with the saint is God's love spoken through that saint. Any action that a saint has in our lives is God's action and God's love in our lives. So we are united as one joyful family. Now there may be some of you who are a little newer to orthodoxy or not orthodox yet, or you look around on the walls and these are just pictures to you, pictures of people who you don't really know. Don't worry. You will get to know them. They will get to know you, or they, I should say rather, you will get to know that they know you. It will happen in time. All of this is just a natural, organic process of becoming a family. And some of us were born estranged from this family, but that's okay, because the family will welcome us in just fine. And if you would like to get to know saints better, here are some simple things to do. Pray to them. Speak to them. Kiss their icon. Look them in the eyes when you speak to them. Read about their lives. And very importantly, celebrate their feasts. Be there for their liturgies. These are all ways that we express love, just as we would with a walking human being here on the earth. So we have a wonderful family. Today is a joyous celebration of this big family. And I'd like to close with a quote from St. John of Kronstadt, a recent saint. And I read this today. We ought to have the most lively spiritual union with the heavenly inhabitants, with all the saints, apostles, prophets, martyrs, bishops, venerable and righteous people, as they are all members of one single body, the Church of Christ, to which we sinners also belong, the living head of which is the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why we call upon them in prayer, converse with them, thank them, praise them. It is urgently necessary for all Christians to be in union with them if they desire to make Christian progress. For the saints are our friends, our guides to salvation, who pray and intercede for us. Amen.